Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Hey, What's Your Problem? My name is Caroline and this is my co-host. Munif Saza. Caroline, how are you today? Hey man, I'm doing really well. You know what? I was thinking and I meant to mention this before we started this live. I think mm -hmm. we need to open up with, hey, this is my problem. And I know that we were talking right before we started recording this and you're going to be doing something different. So tell me what your problem is mm -hmm. and what you're going to do to change it. Okay, great. So as you know, and as some people who watch us know, um, we're doing the phase one of the 75 hard challenge. So that is something where, um, for those who don't know, it's you, you, you work out twice a day. One has to be outside. You drink about a gallon of water a day and you do mm -hmm. certain power, um, power tasks. It's a bunch of lists of things to do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, um, I've been doing phase one and, my problem is that I felt internally that I have been doing the bare absolute minimum. I'm on, um, I think it's day seven. I think today's day seven. Um, or is it day? No, is it day? Today's day six. Today's day six. Um, so I've been no, doing it. No, it is day seven. Excuse me. It is day seven. I'm it is day hand. seven, right? Okay. So, mm -hmm. so on day seven, I feel like this week, I've literally just been doing the bare minimum of just doing the checklist tasks right like just just barely so if it's like all my workouts have been go on a walk oh there it is nice mm -hmm. there you go um throw it up there where like that's my fitness goals involve going to the gym and doing strength training going to the sauna and doing um very very light cardio in the sauna right there's like certain fitness goals and i'm like this past week has been me doing the bare minimum. And and so as you know, uh, phase one is only 30 days, right? So I was reflecting on it. And then I got your um, your miracle morning text, which the miracle morning, that also is 30 days. So I was mm -hmm. like, all right, I've been feeling, my problem is I've been feeling the phase one, um, me implementing phase one in my life has been me doing the bare minimum for it. And I wanted to change that. So my solution is I'm going to restart phase one tomorrow and do it in conjunction with the miracle morning for the next 30 days and see how that goes and just bring, bring new intention to it. I haven't been as intentional as I want to be for it. And I want to bring new intention to it. I love that. Well, um, I, I had to plug in my, my internet there. I was losing some signal, but I, I wanted to share everybody just so, you know, we've already talked about last, last week, our episode was, um, talking about what the 75 hard was. And we are in, there's three phases after you complete the initial 75 hard. So right now we are in 75 hard phase one. So if you're doing 75 hard, yours looks a little different. We have added on the, um, three more power lists to do the five minute cold shower. And then the, um, 10 minute visualization. So ours is a little different than the first one. Um, so I understand that. That's great. So your problem was you just felt like you weren't intentionally doing everything. You're just hitting off that checklist. Right. I am exactly. gonna continue, yeah. I'm going to continue on with it. And I, I want to share like what's been working out well for me um, and what has helped me be successful in this, because this is a whole new game ball game yeah. as compared to the first, to the first 75 hard. And I know one of the things, like the biggest thing that has been so helpful for me on doing this is creating that routine. Um, and I just told you like this morning, we were going to record this earlier, but we had another zoom and all kinds right. of stuff. And this is the first morning since I started doing phase one of the 75 hard that I have. Like I really, I spent three hours just doing what I wanted to. I had breakfast. I did some laundry. I took my cold shower and I'm not going to lie. The hardest part of this phase one has been the cold showers for me. Yes. I keep getting in my head about it. I know we talked about this last week and you sent me uh, the video about the breathing thing, uh, the breathing exercise to be successful in this. And this is my tip. So this is my tip. If you guys are going to take a cold shower and I know last week we talked about like the benefits of this. So I'm right. going to recap that really quickly, like why the cold shower is so good for you. So one, it gets you used to doing uncomfortable things and I started doing the 75 hard because like I was tired all the time. I didn't want to be a diabetic. Diabetes runs in my family. I had the right. anxiety because I wasn't prepping for my day. I'd wake up and immediately roll into doing stuff. 
I don't know if you're like that, Monique. I don't know if anybody that's listening is like that, but I feel like honestly, majority of my life, 90% of my life, I immediately wake up, brush my teeth, make sure I don't look ridiculous and then go after whatever task I'm doing. Right. Like a breakfast bar on the way. And that would create even more anxiety for me. I'd be like oh, anxious. I never, I was just wound up so tight and I never got to just like focus on me. Actually today on my Instagram, if you go to my Instagram story, uh, I literally talked about how I've with my ADD as well. I have so many thoughts going through my head. I never just take time to be completely silent and just focus on what do I want? I'll do that for like maybe a minute. I'll write down. Yeah. I want to be a millionaire because I can help domestic abuse victims. And I don't really like dig into it anymore. Cause I, it's, it's weird. I'm weird at receiving compliments and getting gifts and things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I need to work on that. But the, the, my favorite part of the 75 hard is the 10 minute visualization. Like, Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, I've unlocked an, an, a tapped area of my brain. I'm, I'm constantly listening to music, listening to podcasts, audiobooks, consuming content instead of just being alone with my thoughts. So I'd say that is my favorite part. And then being in the cold shower, um, let me bring it back in off my ADD rant, makes you comfortable with being uncomfortable and right. sitting still and reading. And I'm just, I like, I've just had this kind of like breakthrough the last week of like, holy cow, like there's so much untapped potential. If I just sit down and breathe through this and talk about this and walk myself through like how I'm going to achieve my goals. We talked about like, I'm going to win the closers Olympics. What do I need to do to make that happen? Um, But it makes you comfortable with being uncomfortable. And that's something that we need to do to achieve whatever we want. So not a lot along with being uncomfortable and getting used to it. uh, It helps circulation. I will tell you, I am, I'm paper white. I don't know if you're not watching the, watching the episode, you're listening in. just know that your girls are a ginger. I got I got the Irish in me and I was taking my shower today beneath and like I could see the veins actually in like the this portion of my hand, like right uh-huh. the meaty part of under your thumb. I was like kind of purplish. I'm like, oh wow, this is really moving. <laughs> my blood is really pumping and it's it's cold. Right. Um getting used to all this. So it helps circulation, it helps your mitochondria production, it helps your low, low it lowers your resting heart rate mm. and it increases your calorie burn. And yeah. it also just improves your skin and makes your hair shinier. And then it makes you wake up. So what I'd been doing is I would wake up, do my, uh, my miracle morning. We talked about that. I do my miracle morning routine. I just, I do the, the zooms that I run in the morning for work for my W2 daily dial. And then after that, I'd take my five minute cold shower. Well, today I moved things around. I'd read my book and then I started making breakfast and I jumped in the shower and in the, in the suggestions that said, go to your workout and then come back and take your shower. I think I'm going to change it up. There's nothing wrong with showering more than one time a day. I mean, I'm yeah, no, I, I shower twice. A shower. Day. Yeah. I think I'm changing it to from here on out. I'm immediately waking up and I'm jumping in the shower. And one of the tips I'd tell you guys is cause I'm like, when I'm looking at the shower, I'm like, I'll push it off. I'm like, you know what? It's a five minute shower. I'm going to wait till the top of the clock. Even though I use my watch that has a timer, I can just use my timer. I'm like, I'm going to wait till it says uh, 1 PM and then I'm jumping in. So I know at 105, I need to be out or whatever. And I've, I've just changed it around to I'm turning on the water and I'm not letting the water actually touch my body first. I'm going straight in. So the shower is hitting me right on my forehead. So what I've found is with my face getting hit with the ice cold water first, the rest when it touches, because I was doing it last week where I just let it touch my chest and my body and I was freezing and shivering. Mm-hmm. But when I get my face in it first, it's like, I am in, I can do this. I can breathe through it. It's not bad. So I do about a minute of where I'm just deep in the cold shower. And this is my other caveat for you guys. I'm a girl that loves like the scolding hot showers. Like mm-hmm. I'm one of those people, hot showers. I could be in the shower all day. And what I found is, Five minutes is a long time to take a shower, actually. Five minutes mm-hmm. is a long shower, uh, especially when it's cold. You, I have, I tr- the, the first few days of taking that shower, I have my little, uh, I have a scrubbing brush thing. I put soap on it. I'd, I'd scrub my body clean. I'm like, wow, there's still three minutes left in the shower. I can't even here. So I just, it's much easier. I can get things accomplished if, if you do that. So if you guys are thinking about it, you're going to have more clarity. You're going to have that boost of energy, the mm-hmm. cold shower, get like started out on your forehead and then give yourself some time. And I've been powering through it. So I was being a little baby about it. <laughs> Don't time the showers. Yeah. So uh, another tip, I was uh, putting on some DMX and I was listening to uh, two songs. So I'm like, okay, 
each song's about three minutes. If I go through two full songs, I'm good. And then once I got going, I mean, I'm not lying. I, I felt, I felt pretty good. I, I the other day I did a 10 minute cold shower. So it's only good for you guys. It's, it's only going to help you out. So I'm, I'm loving the cold showers. It's, that is my tip out of everything. The rest we've already talked about, you know, drinking your gallon of water. I, I take my camel back and drink three and a half liters on my walk. You have this, did you get that from Amazon? Just that jug? I love yeah. the thing. It's so nice. Yeah. So you can track your water intake. That's another hard one. And then my progress picture, I always take first. But those are the main things. And I, I can't emphasize this enough. Like I even wrote out, um, where did I put it? This is a different piece of paper, but I'm actually working on my affirmation. So nice. we talked about, I sent you the, the link for the Miracle Morning app. Um, I have been, I, I'm reading the Miracle Morning for Millionaires. Talked about this last week. Great book. If you guys don't have this, um, get it. Change, it will change your day. Th your morning is where you set the tone for your day. Yes. So that's been great book. Yes. I had to, um, I actually never completely finished the can't hurt me book. Cause I stopped, uh, like with a chapter left and then I ended up moving and a bunch of things were going on. So, um, this weekend I finished reading that final chapter. And one of the things I know you said that you just, you don't feel like you were being as intentional with your 75 hard. You were just kind of completing checklists. Right. Well, have you read, you can't, can't hurt me by David Goggins yet. Munif? Oh, I've read that book. I've actually, I, I have the audio book. I've listened to it twice. I love that book. Love it. So when I was reading it the first time, I just kept thinking like, gosh, I'm a little baby. I'm a, I'm a little bitch. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not pushing myself enough. And I'm sure you're probably like, yeah, I haven't been like getting after my workouts. I'm walking and I want to do more. Now for everybody listening, remember, if you want to do the 75 hard, this is like a lifestyle change. Think of this as a marathon, not a sprint. So if you're coming in here and you have not been physically active and you're not like at peak physical performance, don't think you have to restart and be like Munif and go join like a boxing club and get after it. Like there were times during the 75 hard where I actually just had to walk twice a day because my lower back was so tight. And then reading this book, the last chapter, which I didn't finish, he talks about where he had to go through buds three times in one year, which is mm -hmm. not good for you. Actually, they say when you go through the buds program, which is Navy SEAL training, where you get to like, if you guys have ever seen it, where they ring the bell and it makes you super, super tough. Um, it actually shaves years off of your life because it's so hard. Well, right. what David Goggins basically talks about it in the book is he was unhappy with himself. So let me see. I can't, I don't know if you can actually make it out on here. There you go. You can see in this, this is him when he was like, oh, at his heaviest. wow. And this is him as a Navy SEAL. So in the photo, if you just look up David Goggins, I think, I can't remember exactly how much he weighed, but he had to lose like 120 pounds in three months to go to Navy SEAL training. So he had, um, there was a, there was a time period he had to like drop like 40 pounds in a week or something. And he, he just, it was insane. Right. He like yeah. ran like this track for like days. He would just run this track. It was insane. It, it was, it's wild. He's, he's been able to unlock a portion of his mind that so many of us don't think that we can, you know, he, he talks about like, that's what I really love about this 75 part of transformed. It's a mental toughness challenge. And David Goggins is talking about how you can unlock this soul snatcher from inside of you. You're going to take away, like you talked about how the whole point of the military, because I've been through basic training, it's nothing compared to Navy SEAL training, but the whole point is you get into your company, which is your entire group, all of you when you're in there and they beat you down. You might come in and you might be the shit, your shit don't stink. Like, you know, whatever it is, they're going to come in and be like, listen here, you're nothing more than a maggot, just like all the other maggots in here. And we're going to help you guys tear you down and build you back up. So you're one cohesive unit. Well, he talks about, you know, and buds, like they're going to just try and make you just be miserable. So you'll quit because if you are not mentally tough, you're not going to be able to be a Navy SEAL where you have to go and do these impossible feats, you know, diving, doing, he talks about how he would go uh, scuba diving, but like in tactical gear and be able to do these impossible things. So anyways, they want you to quit because they only want the toughest of the tough to be there. And he talks about how he lost over 120 pounds, I think, within three months to get into uh, training to become a Navy SEAL. So what he did was he just, you know, He's like, well, I'm going to go run four miles a day. And he, he used to be fit. He used to be an athlete. You know, we both uh, grew up in Indiana, both of us. And he's talking about all these things that relate to me. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, 
eco labs like he used to work at eco lab where he'd go in and clean out the cockroaches from like steak and shake yes. um, all of those places and uh he would come home and just after after that get a milkshake from steak and shake have an entire can of like pillsbury cinnamon rolls and just continue on about his day well he goes to run and he realizes after like a quarter mile he can't run he's so yep. heavy no, yep. he, he can't do that. And he's like, screw this. I'm not going to be able to do it. And then he watches the show and he's like, I, I want to change. I want to be a different person because yes. I'm not who I should be. God put me on this earth for a reason and I want to accomplish that. Well, and all of this, he has no idea what kind of training he should be doing. He's just kicking ass. Like he's just going out there, running on the Monon Trail in the middle of the winter when nobody else is doing it because he has to drop his weight. He ends, short, long story short, he ends up cutting the weight that's necessary, but and doing all of this, he had to go through buds three times because he wore himself down. Mm. He, he got into the untapped potential. I mean, he talks about his childhood trauma and that's another thing that just kind of clicked on me this week. Cause I've been listening to uh, some of the podcasts that he's in when I had to reread it. Um, we need to heal our inner child. Like when we heal our inner child, you're just going to be able to come to terms with things. He had like was beaten senselessly as a child, watched his mom get beaten senselessly, had horrific like murders happen growing up. And he's like, if I can survive that, why can't I survive this? Right. And he just kept pushing himself, but he wore himself down. So when he went through buds, he had to go through it three times because of injuries. He kept getting stress fractures and he just kept taping himself up. And then the final chapter of this book, which I wish I would have read sooner. He just talks about how he had this knot on the back of his head and he thought he was going to die. Um, and he lost his vision and the doctors, nobody could figure out what was going on. A couple of years prior, somebody came to see the Navy SEALs and like, because of how tough buds is on your body, um, you're just and your hip flexors specifically. And that's where my lower back pain was. It's you're really tight. And what he he found out, like, I need to start stretching. So mm -hmm. there's not been a day in the last four years that he's missed stretching. He stretches every day. And I'm actually thinking about that. Like three hours a day. Three, he's stretching. Yeah, three hours a day of yeah. stretching, guys. David Goggins, and I'm gonna I'm gonna curse because this is what he's the hardest motherfucker out there. Mm -hmm. He stretches every day. If David Goggins, this Navy SEAL, that's able to run over a hundred miles in 17 hours to complete over 4,000 pull-ups in 17 hours, he's done all these little feats. He held these Guinness World Records. And this guy, who is a Navy SEAL and macho, is able to stretch three hours a day. You should too. And I think with the stretching, it just helps release all these toxins in us and it helps us think clear and just feel better overall. And like, I realized during the first 75 hard, I was in all this pain. There were some times where I didn't want to get out of bed because I, I couldn't sleep because my, my lower back and hip hurt so bad. It's because my, my IT bands and my psoas and everything were so tight. So Monique, I would challenge you actually, it's one of my things I have on my list today. I, I, I've moved about 30 minutes from where I live. I'm going to be finding a hot yoga um, mm -hmm. center in the area. And I actually just listened to the Joe Rogan podcast, where if anybody's like David Goggins was just on there and he talks about hot yoga, it's kind of like what the sauna does for you, but it's even mm -hmm. better because you're also stretching. And there was right. a session when I was doing hot yoga, I, my core strength isn't there. Cause I just like, I'm never going to have abs. Well, one of my things is I'm going to get abs this year and from having abs. That means I'm eating right. I'm exercising well, I'm getting enough sleep. All of that's encompassed in getting abs. And we were doing planks one day and I wanted to quit so bad. I was like, this is hard. Like I'm, I'm not having fun. This is hard. And I tapped into that one, that cookie jar thing. David Goggins talks about in his book, have the cookie jar. What are these things that you've overcome in your life? Like for me, I completed basic training. I completed AIT, which is your advanced individual training. And I don't know if I've told you this many, but I actually did all of this with an ovarian cyst. that was 17 uh, centimeters wide. It was four oh and a half God. pounds. I basically had a small child growing off of my ovary and I made it through all the basic. And they told me I actually had surgery on my 20th birthday, like three days after they found the cyst. Oh my God. My hip was broken. I've had this hip pain for about a decade now, 10 years. And that's one of my cookie jar things. I've been able to overcome all of these surgeries from injuries that, right. I've ha that happened. And I was in there. I was like, I'm not going to let myself like wimp out on this plank for another two minutes. I'm going right. to be the last one standing. So through the breathing exercises and through thinking deep inside of my brain, pulling out of my cookie jar of, I can do this. Like I'm not a quitter. And for so long before I did the 75 hard, I don't know about you, Manif, but 
for me, I've just been able to glide off of my natural talents. Like I'm easy to, it's easy for me to talk to people. I can pick up a sport and do it really well. I mean, I'm not the best reader and test taker, but things other than that, I'm great at it. So being able to tap in and push myself instead of just quitting after two weeks when it gets hard, I've seen that I am un, untouchable now. I can do mm. so much more. So that's really, that's really what's been great for me after completing the 75 hard and then going into phase one. It's like, I'm not going to quit. Whereas usually what I'll do is like, this is hard. I'm going to quit. Like I'm uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable. I don't like this. I don't know. This is outside of my realm and finding that I, I can grow through the uncomfort is really cool. So that's my, that's my little tangent there. And I just like, that's so cool. So when you're doing this, I think I'm actually going to, I know I was talking about reading that you can't teach a kid to ride a bike at a seminar book, but I think I'm probably going to reread. You can't hurt me again, front to cover. And probably gonna like up my pages like twenty to maybe thirty pages a day. Um, I love this that. Phase one. So, I freaking yeah. love that. I I um. I'm gonna. Can I tell you a story about a famous yeah. experiment? It was a. I believe it was a Harvard study. You might know this, um, but maybe okay. some people watching might not know this study. It's the mice experiment where they they took domesticated lab mice, and they put them in a jar full of water. Have you heard this experiment? I don't think I have. Okay, so they take these mice and they they just they do it where they, they have a ton of mice to get a ton of data and they mm -hmm. put them in a jar of water where they can't really, um, you know, they, they have to tread water or they drown okay. and they time them on how long they're going to tread water. And how long do you think the mice, how long do you think mice can tread water before they drown? What give me a. Give me a guess. I think I know that they swim at least. So I'm going to say probably like five minutes. Great, great guess. So 15 minutes. You're really close. Okay. 15 minutes before they drown. And they would let them drown. It was it was a pretty controversial study, but, you know, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. The answer is they, they let them down drown after 15 minutes. So they would really try. And then after 15 minutes, they would get exhausted and they would drown. Okay. Then they took another group of mice. Same thing. 15 minutes and they drown. But they didn't let them drown. The second group, they didn't let them drown. They saved them. Okay. And they put them back and they let them catch their breath. And then they put them back in. How long do you think those mice try to water? I bet they drowned like pretty quickly. I bet they thought that they were going to be saved. So maybe five minutes this time. That's a really, that's a, that's interesting. The answer is, 60 hours after saving them they so, so 15 minutes mm -hmm. wow and then they because they they had a they had a hope for, they had hope for survival oh my gosh so they're like if i keep swimming the hand is gonna save me they're gonna save me i just have to keep swimming wow 60 hours That's so insane. it's interesting right so they had the, this they didn't just get 60 hours of life energy it didn't just come out of magic. It mm -hmm. was, it was always there, right? It was always there. And they, they always had it in them. There, there was a mental barrier that made them give up in 50 minutes, but they had 60 hours in them. How much life do we have in us? Right? Like if we knew, if we knew that we would be successful, how hard would we work? I love that. Right. That's a great point. So that's the mice experiment. I, um, I've been reading, uh, relentless. Have you read that book? Relentless. I don't think so. It's, um, I think his name is Tim Grover. Oh, I, I know of Tim Grover. I have not read the book though. Yeah. He's, um, Michael Jordan's, um, like, uh, fitness coach um, or mm -hmm. athletic trainer and I really he, he gives me David Goggins vibes he's like another okay. David Goggins, but he's he's not necessarily a super into fitness or like you know breaking your um, mental barriers as much as David Goggins but it, it, they're very similar they I feel like mm -hmm. they'd be best friends uh, Tim Grover talks about being a cleaner okay. and what that means is there's, he, he, he takes people and he, he categorizes them broadly into three separate categories, three separate categories. Mm -hmm. And everyone, like 
when reading the book, he asks you to really think about what kind of person you are and what kind of person you want to be. So the first category of person is a cooler. The second is a closer. And the third is a cleaner. And he talks about the, the cooler is the kind of person that really just does the bare minimum. That if, if you are given something to do, you do the bare minimum. Before you take any kind of action, you really care a lot about what other people think. Um, mm -hmm. You know, if things go wrong, you look for um, excuses. And you're just really about uh, deflecting responsibility. Right. Um, the closer, if you're the kind of person who's a closer, maybe you have closer tendencies, you get things done. You, you do, you get things done. If there's an opportunity, um, that's out there and you capitalize that you get things done, but you're inconsistent at it. And, um, you know, you really live off of the glory or the validation you get from people. So if you get, you get the prize, you're really motivated by a lot of people saying, wow, great job. You did great. And you really feed off that more than, um, what you, what it is you actually did. Mm -hmm. And you, capitalize on opportunities given but if things go wrong you have somebody to blame maybe and then the third kind of person is a cleaner and you are focused on the results you really don't care who gets the glory who gets the fame you don't care none of that's important what's what's important is the results you really couldn't care less about what people think about you because you're so focused on the results and you don't necessary you don't capitalize on opportunities you do you do capitalize on them but you're somebody who creates opportunities that's the kind of person you are and he talks about kobe bryant he talks about michael jordan these people were cleaners every aspect of their life they were completely clean and they took out the trash whatever it was they got it done they were so focused on mm -hmm. the results that None of the other details really mattered. They created opportunities. It's a great book. I highly recommend you read it. Relentless. Relentless. All right. Yeah. That'll be on my list then. From good to great to unstoppable, right? So a cooler might be somebody who's good. A closer might be somebody who's great. And then a cleaner is somebody who's absolutely unstoppable. A cleaner is somebody who... They don't sit there and study their opponents or whatever competition they are. Their opponents study them. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. That makes complete sense. I mean, coming from a, coming from a back background of basketball, what we would do, um, I don't know if this is for everybody, but we would before our games on the weekend, we play, I, I played for a pretty good school in high school. We, we, uh, we were ranked in our, in our, our school. I was with the college for basketball. I ended up tearing my ACL and, didn't do that, but that's what we would do beforehand. We'd have a game plan, you know, roughly what their plays were, who their best shooter was, if they defended, if they just depended on their right hand more than their left hand. So it's great to think of like, you know, Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan probably didn't really, they didn't focus on anybody else. They focused on themselves and how they can be better and what they needed to work on instead of focusing on, you know, Munif is really right-handed. Let's force him to use his left hand. He's just like, I'm going to get into Munif's head. And I'm going to let him know that I'm the baddest. I'm going to score. Mm -hmm. He's not getting into mine. I mean, you can see that. Have you ever seen uh, that video of uh, Kobe when he's standing put, playing defense and they're about to throw the inbound ball and the guy fakes oh, the ball right flinch. in his face? He doesn't, doesn't flinch. flinch at all. Yeah, he doesn't care. You can't mess with people that are mentally tough like that. So right. that's, I mean, that I'm just finding, again, bring it back to those cold showers. I'm like, gosh, I'm invincible. I think eventually I, I'm going to just – when I get my own place, my own house, I'm going to get one of those ice baths. I'm going to take those, mm -hmm. those ice baths every day and really focus and visualize what I want. And I'm just seeing like, these things are attainable. I'm not just mm -hmm. going through the motions. I'm not just hitting this checklist. So I love hearing that. So what, um, I'm going to transition here. Sure. What are you going to start doing in your 75 hearts? So you're going to restart tomorrow because mm -hmm. you just feel like you've been going through the motions and you haven't right. really been doing it intentionally. What's going to change for you? Um, that's a really good question. So after this podcast, I'm going to sit down and just journal. Um, okay. And I'm just going to journal and just get all, like, I just want to get all of my ideas on paper. Mm -hmm. And then after I get it on paper, it might be four or five, maybe 10 pages of journaling. 
I'm going to go through review and grab big concepts and create an outline. And then I'm going to fill that outline, that skeleton with information, 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 and get this nice, just solid plan that I want um, for the next 90 days. And then from that, I'm going to create actionable items to do every single day and build systems in my life that I can live inside of starting tomorrow. And it's going to incorporate the miracle morning and, you know, phase one. Um, and I'm, I, I want to time block and set, be very intentional about this, right? Like phase one really kind of started. I knew it was coming, but I wasn't as intentional about it as I want it to be. So I'm mm -hmm. spending today creating that intention and setting the tone for the next 90 days of my life. I love that. So I can't remember. Did, did, um, let's talk about fit. Let's talk about the miracle morning. I have the app pulled up on yeah. my phone. I want to cover so the lifesavers. But um, while you're pulling that up, I can't remember when we recorded our last episode. Did I talk to you about my breakthrough on my visualization? Um, no, tell me about it. Okay, so let me talk about that. And then we'll talk about the lifesavers and this whole miracle morning. Again, guys, um, that book is just called The Miracle Morning for Millionaires. There's a bunch of variations, but this is the one that um, I'm reading currently. I've listened to the audiobook of just The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. So when it, on the 75 hard, it, it says you can either do it like... Uh, Andy Frisella, who created 75 Hard, says that he usually does the visualization right before bed. And the Miracle Morning talks about, you know, doing your evening affirmations. So when you wake up in the morning, you're ready to wake up because your last thought the night before you wake up is generally the first thought you have going into your next day. So if you're like, gosh, you're looking at the clock and you're like, huh, I'm only going to get seven hours of sleep tonight. Or I'm only, you know, I, that's actually a lot for me. <laughs> so I, I'm, we talked about this, but like, I'm only going to get four hours of sleep. Like, gosh. This is, I'm going to be miserable tomorrow. If you think that you're going to wake up and you're going to be tired right. and you're not going to want to get out of bed. And I know that we've talked about before that you would actually practice your morning routine, your alarm would go off, you get up, yes. brush your teeth, you need to. Yeah. So the other day, the first two nights of the 75 hard phase one, I was doing my visualizations with the lights off in my bed right behind me, as you can see, uh, I would lay there and I'd visualize everything. And this is where I got into looking at my vision board. I have a lot on my vision board and I mm -hmm. think that's good, but I also think it's bad because I'm, I'm getting things mixed up a little bit. I'm seeing like, I have my physical goals. I have my, how much money I want to be making, how to wipe out my debt, like an assignment checks on here, journaling daily, my miracle morning. I want to get these podcasts done with you. I want to cover, there's certain goals that I want to do with our podcast. I want to continue bringing value. I'm going to spend 10 minutes a day learning Spanish from Duolingo. Like I want to do the 75 hard again and I want to get a new car and I want to be consistent. Anyway. So I was like thinking about it and I'm like bouncing from thought to thought. And I'm like, this is just, how do I accomplish all of this? This is a lot. I'm overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And one of them on my vision board, it says when the closers Olympics. And mm -hmm. I realized when I'm looking at this and I, I had this, I, the third night I did my visualizations with the light on because they say, you know, use a vision board. It'll help you, you know, stay on track. And with my ADHD, I realized like my thoughts wander and I have to bring myself back to center and focus on the goal. So I was sitting in bed and I was looking at my vision board and I was just like, gosh, this is a lot. And I was slowing down in my, in my 10 minutes of visualization. And I was like, oh my gosh, if I win the closers Olympics, I will have the $60,000 in my checking that I want. I will be able to get those opportunities for the rentals that I want. And I'll be making the passive cash flow that I want. I'll be able to get the affordable housing that I want for domestic abuse victims. I'll be able to buy my own sub two house. All of these little things, I can get rid of my credit card debt. From that, I also journal every day because I need to plan my day. So if I complete, if I wake up with a routine and a plan and I only focus on being the best closer that I can be, everything else is going to fall into place on my vision board. And it actually brought me back to thinking about what you said when you came in and you started doing um, the daily dial and mm -hmm. you were like, I'm not going to worry about comping. I'm mm -hmm. not going to worry about my corporate structure. I, now you're messing around with private money, but you weren't working on private right. money. You focused on one thing at a time. And I was just like, gosh, if I just focus on one thing at a time right here, I will be able to attain this. This is going to be easy for me to hit. So I would recommend when you do start to do the visualizations, have your vision board and look at it. And it might be, it might not be on the first day, but on the third day, you're like a light bulb will switch. So that was, that was something that was huge. And I just want to share that do your visualizations and check out your vision board and it'll help you a ton. So 
transition again. Let's talk about the Miracle Morning now. So okay. the app that we have is just the Miracle Morning. Um, it was five bucks as well. So the 75 hard app is five bucks. And you know what, actually, I'm one of those people, Muneev, I don't know about you. When I look at stuff and the app store tries to charge me for things, I'm like, absolutely not. I can live without it. But yeah, sometimes I'm like, but sometimes I'm like when I'm not doing 75 hard, I'll go out and eat fast food or something that's not good for me. I'm like, ah, $5 on a meal is not bad. $10 on a meal is not bad. I'm like, this will really help me. If I spend $5, right. $4.99 on this app, this is going to help me have less anxiety and be able to accomplish my goals. So anyways, inside of the 75 hard, um, there's this thing called the lifesavers. And this is what has helped so many people be successful. And this is what I've struggled with my whole life is being prepared and planning and uh, having a routine. So the lifesavers stand for silence, wake up in the morning and have just absolute silence. Again, going back to, I would wake up and immediately have to be on the run and do what I needed. I get to set the tone for my day in the morning. Like everybody's not blowing me up with questions. I don't have everybody in my ear. We were talking about earlier, We've got to focus on our money-making activities. Like right. it's it's really important to us. We can't give our time to everybody. So waking yeah. up with silence, I just I just talk about like, or I say to myself, I'm so grateful that I have a roof over my head, that I have my own studio space, that I have a brand new bed, I have these comfortable. I I got four pillows now. I've been one of those two pillow girls my whole life. These four pillows have changed the way that I'm sleeping. I don't want really? to be. Oh yeah, 100. So. I think you, I'm assuming, have you done some meditations before the Miracle Morning? Have you done any kind of just time to yourself, Munif? Like in general? And you, when, yeah, when you wake up? Um, well, not, not necessarily in the morning, but um, I've been like probably meditating for the past decade. Um, wow. So yeah, I'm like really into meditation, um, and mindfulness, right? And, and breathing, like anytime I'm anxious, I do breathing exercises, but not, not as like a practice that I do every day. It's something I have practiced. Um, I typically do a lot of my mindfulness and meditations on long walks in nature. That's like my mm -hmm. favorite time to just breathe and just like find my center and get really Zen. But um, I typically don't like sitting in a chair, sitting still and closing my eyes and just like, I can, um, I just, I'd rather be on a walk than just like looking at nature. I love that. Well, every different strokes for different folks. It's what works for you. I realize that um, I have so many thoughts going through my head. It helps me if I'm yeah. stationary and I can write it yeah. down. Um, That's so nice. The next one. Yeah. So the next well, one for me. Oh, but sorry. Um, real quick. So sorry. So I just got the app, right? Okay. And it lets me choose my challenge, beginner or advanced. What do you, what do you recommend? I chose like, beginner. You chose beginner. I chose beginner because I've never done it. I've never done it. I've never done a 30 day challenge. So yes, yeah, thank you for slowing me down. I like want to just get through all the points guys. The app is five bucks and it does give you that prompt. If you're a beginner and expert, I've never done the miracle morning consistently for 30 days and you don't have to do everything all at once from what they say. You can break it up. So if you can't read your pages first thing in the morning, you can read it later on in the day. I just know we need you and I are both really busy and we'll have people hitting us up all day. I realize if I right. get up in the morning and accomplish it, like swallow the frog first thing in your day. And I just right. see that I'm able to get more things done with my time if I do it earlier in the day. Yeah, me, I so, love that. So, so, okay. Now are we going to go, you're going to go over the savers. Is that what you're going to do now? Okay, yep. Gotcha. So I'm going over, so I just went over the first one and I set mine to start tomorrow. Okay. So me too. So, so silent, okay. Tomorrow. So that's where that came from. The silence, the meditation. Mm -hmm. So like, start mm -hmm. the day in silence mm -hmm. wake up start the day in silence and in the book it even says like you can like, do the miracle morning in an hour i'm trying to but you can break it up if you can't always have an hour to do the miracle morning you can do it in six minutes so you can spend one minute focusing on right. the um on on the silence and what you're grateful for in a, a moment of gratitude the next one out of the savers so it's s-a-v-e-r-s -E the next one is a for affirmations I've written some affirmations down. There's been other ones where I'm like, I'm a leader. I'm, I'm confident. I'm a planner. I'm organized. I'm determined. Um, you know, it's what they say in the book is you need to have emotion behind it. You need to really believe what you're saying mm -hmm. on your affirmations. And it needs to be something constructive that can help you uh, achieve it. Actually, let me tell you what it said specifically when you're making affirmations. Um, you need to clarify the specific action activity 
or habit that is required for you to achieve your ideal outcome and clearly state how often you will execute the necessary action. So what I've done, Munif, is I actually, and I will share my screen so you can see it. I started working on my affirmations, which I'm not done completing, but um, here it is. I'm going to throw it up so you can see it is where I put it. I have so many tabs open at the moment. Um, here it is. So one of them is I'm 100% committed. And these are actually just prompts from the book. I'm going to clean it up a little bit. This one. I'm 100% committed to being as healthy um, as I can be. So that I have the energy to be fully present in my business and with those around me. The next one is. I am committed to tripling my income in the next 12 months from 54,000 to 162,000 so that I can provide financial security for my family. Again, these are just like prompts. I'm going to clean them up a little bit to ensure that and number three, to ensure that I am as healthy as I can be. I'm a hundred percent committed to going uh, to the working out. Yes. Yeah, I mean, fix it to the working out seven days per week. I will walk my dogs for three miles a day and attend yoga three times a week. Um, to guarantee that I triple my income, I'm committed to doubling my daily prospecting calls from 20 to 40 calls per day, five days a week from three to 6 p.m., no matter what. So I'm going to, these are things that are non-negotiables. And I'm actually, what I'm going to do is I am, I, the only reason I wrote these out on a, on a Google doc is I'm going to print them out and I'm going to laminate them mm -hmm. and I'm going to make them you know, cleaner, organized, but they're going to go in my shower. So when I'm taking my cold showers, I'm going to read my affirmations. I'm going to make That's it small all. enough so it can become the visor of my car. So if I'm at a stoplight and I'm just like, what's going on? I'm going to read my affirmations to myself. I want to have emotion behind it. That's what they talk about. When you're reading your affirmations, you should really believe it. And they should be things that you think you can do. Don't just say like, I am a millionaire. When you know you're not, you're lying to yourself. Like, I will be a millionaire. And I will be a millionaire because I'm taking like 100% accountability for my actions. And I'm just... as some affirmations. I'm not sure what you're doing, but I was just, I was writing those out through my day and they were just like little short ones. Give me an idea. It was nothing. Go ahead. Let me hear it. You gave me an idea. So, um, I listen to affirmations in my sleep. I don't know if, uh, we okay. talked about this before. This is something I do. I, there's like a YouTube playlist. My cousin Fies shared it with me, um, a long time ago, like nine months ago, 10 months ago. And I started listening to them. It's like an eight hour track you listen to through your sleep. It plays like alpha waves so some people listen to like white noise i listen to this um eight hour track of affirmations and they're really nice they're really pleasant and i fall asleep to them and i don't know maybe i i like to think they help right yeah. um I, the idea you gave me is i'm going to take that track and see if i can just get the um voice removed from it i'm gonna see if i can get somebody on fiverr and then i'm going to record me myself saying the affirmations that I want and have it played on an eight hour time scale and listen to that. My own voice. I like that. That's a really life. good idea. Yeah. Cause yeah, I like so listen. listening to your own affirmations. Right. Cause like, look, I, I really believe in like subconscious programming. I believe we are constantly programmed by society, by advertisements, by what people said to us when we were a kid, by even our parents unintentionally saying something mean or nasty or a brother or sister mm -hmm. saying something and like, you know, that stuff gets trapped in your psyche and you'll have bodily feelings about certain things that you might not know where they came from because you were programmed by somebody else, right? It's just part of being alive. And it's like, what if you could reprogram yourself on some level? What if you could have take some control back, right? Like some people don't watch TV because they don't want to be bombarded by advertisements for different products and they're out of it. And that's amazing. And they're like, Hey, I don't want to be programmed by million millions and billions of dollars spent into programming me. So I buy Ben and Jerry's ice cream or buy the newest car. So it's like, yes, uh, Johnny, Johnny says subconscious programming is kids. It's up to us to change it. At least that's what I believe. I completely agree. Right. We've been brainwashed and not like, I'm not saying this is some conspiracy theory. It's just, called culture right that's what it is yeah. i mean every culture has, has had it so it's like what if you could do it yourself that's what i think about a lot it's like how can i brainwash myself to think that i no matter what i am somebody who can be be resourceful and solve all and any problems in my way what if i really believe that right that's a great belief i would love to believe that what if i thought 
that, hey, no matter what happens, if I work really hard, if I really work hard and use um, the optimal amount of my brain power, my willpower, and really focus on something, I will get what I want. What if I really believe that, right? There are things that I think serve us and make us better people if we just really believe them, them about ourselves. So I think you just gave me a great idea. Like, I think I'm going to start something like this and uh, replace the, what I'm listening to with some of my affirmations that I chose. I love that. I mean, that's, that's, it comes down to what works for everybody. And I, I am excited to hear what your affirmations are going to be. So affirmations daily. <clears throat> the next one is visualization. That's one of the 75 hard phase one steps. But mm-hmm. for me, I've always heard of visualizations, like just see yourself doing it. And I just, again, go through the motions, but I wrote down my own little note was like, have your eyes closed and visualize yourself reaching your goals and your day going perfectly and accomplishing everything easily. You should smell it. You should taste it. You should feel it. So this morning when I was doing it, I was thinking about how smooth our podcast was going to go. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about the Zoom area earlier and I was talking about the 75 hard because there's a lot of people that were interested in doing it. If you imagine your day is going to go perfectly, it will. If you wake up on the wrong side of the bed and you stub your toe and then you're like, this is the end. This is going to be a bad day it's going to be a bad day. So (laughs) working up with those those thoughts of, yeah, no, this is my day. Everything's going to roll my way. I'm going to accomplish what I've set out to do. And I think that's huge. Um, So visualization, as I can tell, I had a breakthrough and I'm like slowing down. I mean, I'm Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about myself talking right now through this podcast for a while there when I was, I wanted to get all these thoughts out the way my brain works for this, the can't hurt me book on David Goggins. I realized I was just running through it there. And there's just so many things. Sometimes I get so excited and I go too quickly. Whereas I need to slow down, let myself catch up to my thoughts and express what I'm truly thinking. So visualization goes a little bit along with my like meditation. I feel like I think about how I'm going to achieve those things. Um, The next step on the miracle morning is exercise. Again, with our 75 hard, we have a 45 minute workout, but it's one of those things that gets your, your blood pumping. It wakes you up, gets you alert. They recommend doing, you know, 10 minutes bare minimum. You can do 20. We're going to be doing 45. Um, stretching. Stretching is huge. We talked about that for a portion of this podcast. Makes you feel better. You're going to be able to uh, think clear. When you have those endorphins as well, you feel better. The next one is reading. Just says read for a couple of pages. Again, I'm reading 10 pages a day. I'm going to bump it up to 20 to 30. I was reading this morning. And I'm actively, when I'm reading, Munif, I'm actually going through it because they recommend to do it. Like, Let's see if I can find a page here. I generally am, there it is, highlighting the crap out of the book. I love that. What I like. So just looking at this, let's just see, um, like, one of the big things, here you go, an intelligent human being who isn't delusional lying to yourself repetitively will never be the optimum strategy. The truth will always prevail. So it just talks about, yeah, so I just mentioned this one. Lying to yourself doesn't work when you're making affirmations. I'm a millionaire. You're like, really? Am I? That's crazy. Hmm. I opened up that part of the book. So your actions must be in alignment with your desired results. So I was just like, I, there's little parts when you guys get a book, this is the great part of having physical books, like go through on different pages and highlight what's important to you. Why are you doing what you're doing? What is the reason behind it? And uh, write notes in the margins of the books that you have. So I really like that when you're reading, I'm actually taking the time when I read I'm journaling at the same time Hmm. when I have a great thought, I'm going through my journal and adding that. Just I have so many ideas that run through my head at the same time. And the last letter on the lifesavers is scribing. So it makes savers work instead of save woods with a W at the end instead of writing. So scribing, taking time to journal in your day. Talk about your wins. Um, and it's a great thing to look back at your journey and where you've been. I wish I wish I would have started like doing more personal development when I got into, you know, real estate in general or just like when I was getting older, because I think I would have seen like all of my my personal struggles I talked about um, for a while there, you know, we're our harshest critics. We, we think we're not doing enough. We see somebody else doing something and we're, you know, comparison is the thief of joy. Uh, If I would have just looked at myself and loved myself sooner and really taken the time to read, be alone with my thoughts and invest in myself and my health and my wealth, I think I would, Mm -hmm. we would all be further along in our lives and happier, but I'm glad I'm doing this now. uh, Because I can, you know, I, I see a therapist and that was something I was talking about. I'm like, I'm so glad I'm here and I want to go on to the next step. I can't wait. And my therapist actually said, she's like, Caroline, you like to do epic and excessive shit. Like you got to think of where you are now compared to where you were last year. And I'm like, right. Oh, 
you're so right because I keep moving on to the next step. I forget about how far along I've come. So take the time to journal and just talk about how you're feeling and what you're looking forward to and something that you've learned. And, you know, you'll have this journal that you're using or whatever notebook you want. And you'll be able to see, wow, last year at this time, I came to the realization that um, getting Airbnbs and getting passive income is the move instead of trying to constantly wholesale or work for a W-2 for somebody else where it's a company that doesn't really care about me. I'm just an right. employee. You know, I, I'm working 50 hour weeks to ask for the ability to go on vacation. Like, how does that make sense? I'm giving you my right. life for t- like, I have to ask for time off and I might not get approved for it. So those are the lifesavers from the miracle morning. So you and I are going to be doing that for the next 30 days. I love it. I love it. I love it. So you just gave me another idea. You're really, you're just giving me a lot of ideas. Hey um, man, you got, I'm telling you sitting down and like writing things out and then thinking about it, you'll have things fire off. So let's hear your idea. What is it? So I hate writing. Like I like, okay. like I'll type, I'll text, but like, like I I'll write if I really have to, but what ha- what ends up happening is I'm, I'm like a, uh, I'm a visionary, right? Like, mm-hmm. so like, even when I, even when I, um, even when I visualize, I'll get seven, eight ideas in a 10 minute visualization, right? Like I'll get like, and they're really solid, really, really good ideas. And I want to capitalize on them. And I'm like, like journaling, what gets, what, what happens is if I sit down, I've, I've journaled before with like a pen and paper, right? Like I know mm-hmm. myself, I've tried it. And I will just get like so many ideas, but then I can't write fast enough. You just, I just can't. Mm -hmm. So my idea is my journaling is going to be voice memos. Like, like think, yeah. Think of like um, that movie where I think, who was it? Um, Was it Matt Damon was in Mars and he was like, growing a little like a plantation like a you know in mars right yeah he's got a little dome yeah in his little dome and he was doing voice memos that was his journal so like i'm like why i could totally do that because i can say hey today is blah 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 and it's 5 a.m and you know these are my wins from yesterday and i just me saying it if i have an idea i can just say it it's all recorded Mm -hmm. so you just gave me a great idea i'm gonna do audio journals i love that and you know I'm not like writing down like everything. I'm actually just using, uh, I've talked about it before, but that, that Brendan Bruchard journal, I, yes. I just, you get a bunch of them for a year. Um, off of, I think it was 40 bucks. You get an entire year's worth of journals. It's just called the uh, high performance planner. So if anybody's watching high performance planner by Brendan Bruchard, but it gives me prompts and I'm not doing anything super crazy, but like there you can see the one day I wrote down all of my affirmations here in the small subtext, but it's just like, the little things, like, I feel like if you wake up and you start your day with gratitude, you're going to have a happier day. So it lets yes. me think of like, who do I want to send um, a gift or a note of appreciation? Actually, you were on here today for me. So I'm grateful that you're doing a podcast with me and that we get to bounce ideas off one another, but just those little prompts. So I'm just writing little notes to myself and there's nothing crazy, but it's just like, I learned this today and it doesn't have to be, you know, end of the world you don't have to be critical of yourself that you're spelling things wrong and grammar. It's, just, right. it's for you. You don't have to share with anybody. So I love that. It's going to be making you do um, or making you that you're looking forward to making voice memos. I think that'll make a difference. I am. I, and, and it's it, part of what I said earlier, right? Like I want to create these systems that I can live inside of. And my, mm-hmm. my life business coach says um, like, you got to know yourself. And then you got to create these systems that you actually want to be inside of, right? You you actually want, and that you're actually going to do. Like there, so the, the a balance. This is a balance I've been struggling with, which is where where you draw the line between I'm going to do this. I'm hard. I'm like I'm I'm like going to be like David Goggins, and I'm going to run 18 miles because I can, just to see if I can. And then the line of look, like. I want to create systems that work for me and optimize who I can be as a person. Yeah, sure. I'd love to see what I'm capable of, but like is running 18 miles really what I need and want right now? Or is creating um, a system where instead of writing something, I use my voice memo because it's easier and I'll do it. and I'll actually get more out of it if I do it. You'll be consistent. I'll I'll be consistent about it. So where do you draw the line of mental toughness for the sake of mental toughness and efficiency knowing who you are and that's a that's so tricky 
because mm -hmm. it's like you can easily go man am i being a baby or no 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 i don't want to be super uh, fascist with myself mm -hmm. right? you want to be kind to yourself you don't want to be a fascist so there's that's always like i love your i love your yoga plank analogy like that's a really good example of you're not being a fascist by saying i'm going to do this for i'm going to keep doing this plank like it hurts but i i need to do you're actually being mentally tough mm -hmm. right and so um that's something to think about that's something that we well no one can answer for you that's you have to decide what that is for yourself i love that i i think that is actually a great note to wrap this podcast up on like what is like what is your threshold where can you right. go what is what are you comfortable with and like how far do you want to push yourself? So I'm going to challenge everybody. We have some people watching us live right now. Like, what are you guys looking forward to improving on? What is something that you want to grow into or get the hang of? I'm actually really curious because we're constantly figuring, like problem solving is what we love to do. Mm -hmm. And right now I know if I get myself in the best physical shape and um, not only like, like looking good on the outside, but feeling good, like, I'm not doing cold showers because I want to suffer. I'm doing it because it's going to improve like my immune system. I, I don't want to be sick, especially in a time where we're going into another year of this pandemic. Like everybody's, I don't want to lose my sense of taste or smell. I love the way food tastes. So um, take care of yourself. What are you guys looking forward to pushing yourselves? Uh, do you have anything else to add in here, Mimi? No, you just gave me another idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be with you every morning. We're going to start doing our, uh, our journaling together. Oh yeah. So, so, um, you gave me an idea, like you're like, where do you draw the line? Right. So I think I'm going to make, I'm going to make the systems I live inside easy and, you know, like easy, like really something that fits for me where I'll do them and I'll stay consistent and I'll actually enjoy doing them. Maybe not in the moment, but I know that I will, like, if I do this, this is going to be great, but then I'll probably be more of a David Goggins on the results I want. Mm -hmm. so like where it's like results like i want the results i want the result i'll do anything to get the results all um all all handwrite contracts or letters to sell like whatever it is if there's a seller and i gotta write and i hate writing but if i need to do this writing to get that result i'll do it so i'll be yeah. i'll be super tough on that stuff but when it comes to systems that i'm creating like calendars or you know things like that i'll let i'll do what actually easy in a way where I will be consistent. I'm not going to make things harder for myself just for the sake of being hard. I love that. So you gave me that idea. Thank you. I love that guy. I mean, like, know, know your bounds know what you're mm -hmm. capable of. So anybody that's just hopping on or listening, just to recap, we're doing 75 hard phase one. We need to starting over again tomorrow. If I could talk to my previous self, if I could talk to myself from five years ago, talk to myself from last year, I would seriously tell myself to, read the miracle morning, read the miracle morning first. And then I would check out can't hurt me by David Goggins. Those would be my first two books that I would read and just remember to love yourself. I think that's something that's really important. And I was actually, I was texting um, if, our friend, you know, Ingrid Hernandez, we did hot yoga together for a while. And one of the practices in the hot yoga studio, they say is like, hug yourself and tell yourself, I love you. And, <clears throat> you know, when I was journaling this morning, I put it on my Instagram story, I actually tagged you because I love your message. I love being able to see anybody that's listening or if you're a friend or I follow you, I follow you for a reason. You've brought value into my life. I hope I'm bringing value into yours, but like we, I just want to reiterate, we're our harshest self-critics. Like right. I would be so hard on myself. Not like, wow, Caroline, you're doing this. You're, you're scrolling on TikTok because like mentally you need a break and you're not seeing that. I would just be like, wow, you're wasting time when you should be doing like a money-making activity. I'm just be really, really harsh to myself or you're fat or you're dumb because you can't sit still and read a book. And instead of like talking to myself, like somebody that I love, I was tearing myself down. So I, I also want to leave this with a challenge. And I know I brought up these questions. Like I want you guys to talk to yourself this week. Even mm -hmm. if you don't follow along and do the miracle morning with us or something like hard, talk to yourself like you would a partner. You're, when you're trying to get a date, you're not going to treat somebody and tear them down. Right. You're going to build them up. You're looking for the best in somebody. So I just want you to think of loving yourself, hug yourself, love yourself. Talk, like you're doing things to help you. Okay. 
be the best version of yourself. You and love yourself so you can love others. You can't pour from an empty cup. So right. that's all I, that's really all I have here. I mean, Munif, I'm so glad that we get to do another podcast episode together. Yeah. I'm grateful that we get to bounce ideas off. I can't wait to see everything that you put into action here. I hope you have a great rest of your day, man. You too. Thank you so much, Caroline. Thanks everybody for listening. Have a great day.